We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Uh, IB Nation, welcome back to another edition of the Irish Breakdown Podcast. It's Wednesday, and that means it is Notre Dame midweek rundown time. Going to talk about several topics today. Uh, we're going to obviously break down the Notre Dame-Louisville game. We'll dive into that today and go through the matchups, obviously, as we kind of have started to do. I, I kind of like that format, and you guys seem to like that format. We'll dive into you know just the, the statistical matchups and then what goes into those and, and uh, go beyond the numbers. We'll talk big picture offense. We'll talk run game, pass game, and then we'll key in on one aspect of, of each side of the ball of a matchup that I think is going to be really important for this game for Notre Dame. We'll do the same thing with the defense, and then we'll dive into step-up players. Who are guys this week that really need to step up for Notre Dame to have success on offense and defense and come away with a, a, a victory this weekend? And then we'll talk a little bit of quarterback at the end, and it's going to be a little bit different than last week, but just kind of talk some just some big-picture quarterback stuff, just give, give my thoughts on some things regarding you know, quarterback recruiting, the portal, all that kind of stuff. And Because uh, there was a really interesting conversation that got a little heated, actually, with, with some people about what their name should do a quarterback next year. And so we'll dive into that a little bit too. And uh, no mailbag today. Uh, I will respond to any super chats at the end, but we'll be back tomorrow. We'll have a little mailbag tomorrow. And if there's any other like, uh, you know, college football topics that you guys want me to discuss, if there's enough uh, asking for it there uh, down below, I may dive into something here at the end as well. So so I'll, we'll, we'll dive into that as well. So Big matchup this weekend for Notre Dame, everybody. I think you all know that. Third straight game against the top 25 team. It, it's kind of interesting that I, I'm watching some of the, you know, I mean, I, I don't seek out other people's stuff, but I get sent a lot of stuff. Part, partly why I don't seek anything out is because I get sent plenty of stuff. And, you know, last week, two weeks ago, obviously, there was a lot of people pumping up Notre Dame to beat Ohio State. I thought Notre Dame was going to beat Ohio State. It's a great ball game, back and forth ball game. You know, Notre Dame did their thing. Ohio High State did their thing. At the end of the game, Ohio State was one drive better than Notre Dame. Notre Dame couldn't close the end. Ohio State did. And to see the reaction from from some in the national media coming out of that game is very interesting. You know, I, I was I was surprised there were so many people picking Duke to win last weekend, and I'm surprised at how many people are picking Louisville. I, wa- I was watching um, somebody sent me a video of, of what something Josh Pate did, where he talked about his little model thing, which. 
that thing needs a needs a re, reworking, needs a, some new data input variables or whatever he does for that. But you're, you're going to look at and say, hey, um, he's talking about Louisville should be favored to win the game, and I just don't quite understand that. But it, it is what it is. You know, when 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 Notre Dame's good, people like to ride the bandwagon. But when they smell blood in the water, they love to bag on Notre Dame. And so that's uh, when you when you play the way that Notre Dame did the last two weeks from a standpoint of sloppiness, that's going to be what happens. And so they're going to get an opportunity this weekend against a good Louisville team, five and zero Louisville team, ranked number twenty five in the country. We talked about yesterday a team that's that's got some quality wins on the season. You know, uh, no great wins so far. Uh, the NC State win last week was a, was a good quality win. The four previous wins over Georgia Tech, Murray State, Indiana, and Boston College were four, over four of the, you know, this worst Power Five teams in the country, and then FCS teams. And so, when you look at where Notre Dame is, this is a this is a a, a test and a test for Notre Dame that they need to pass before they can get to next week's game. You know, a lot of people kind of already looking ahead to next weekend's game against USC. If, if both teams win this weekend, USC plays Arizona. If Notre Dame beats Louisville this weekend, then you're going to, it's going to be a matchup of top 10 teams. And depending on what happens in some other games, you know, both could be ranked even higher than they are right now. And, but Notre Dame's got to pass this test against Louisville first. And, and it's going to be a tough test. It's going to be something where we're going to learn a lot about this Notre Dame football team in a lot of different ways. We're going to learn about this team's ability to, to correct mistakes on the fly. We're going to learn about this team's ability to be a strong finisher. Uh, we saw steps of that last week where the things we I criticized Notre Dame for for not finishing the week before are things that they did finish well uh, this past week. You know, at the end of end of game scenarios where you need stops, you got to put drives together, you've got to you know be good on first down, close out on third down, all types of different things where you know they had their moments where they weren't as good at it and other moments where they were pretty good at it. But they ended up getting the job done and now they face a test this weekend against a Louisville team that that Notre Dame fans should be somewhat familiar with from a scheme standpoint. Obviously we a lot of us have followed Jeff Brom's career at Purdue. Notre Dame's played Purdue a couple times during the Jeff Brom era. And and so Notre Dame gets an opportunity to go out there and and earn another win. It's going to be a primetime game on ABC. So a lot of eyes are going to be on it. It's just another chance for Notre Dame to put uh, their best foot forward. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Here's another interesting aspect of of this game that that I kind of decided I wanted to talk about really before 
be, kind of after I'd set the show and was sitting up upstairs getting ready for the show and was thinking about you know just some of the different topics and I do want to stay on point to the matchups and things along those lines but there was something else that kind of popped up that I said you know I want to I want to talk about this because Marcus Freeman is in year two at Notre Dame and and so a lot of the things that we're seeing right now are are some of them are our first time we've seen him in this situation and, and second only the second time we've seen him in this situation and so a lot of the things that we go through are okay well what happened last year is that a trend is that who his teams will be is it just a one-year situation where that particular team was that way and, and one example that I'm referring to is you know, you want to have teams that are when I, I talk a lot about finishing, right? And finishing is is within each with each play. You know, you finish off each play at a high level with each series, you know, with getting points on offense, getting stops on defense, finishing off games, you know, so doing what you need to do in the fourth quarter to make sure that your team can get victories. It's it's about finishing over the course of a season. And you always want to be better in the second half of the year than the first half of the year, obviously, because you wanna you wanna obviously uh, continue winning and climbing up the rankings. You want to continue to make a good impression on the on the pollsters when they start mattering. The ones now don't really matter. The ones that'll come out here uh, at the end of October, going into November, which are the college football playoff polls. Those matter, and those people are watching now, right? Even though they're not ranking now, they're watching now. And and you want to make sure that you you get those big wins in the in the final part of the season to be able to put your best foot forward. So we can say, yes, I know we lost in Ohio State on September 23rd, but look what we've done in the you know the seven games since then. And this is a chance for Notre Dame to do that. But one thing that's kind of interesting is, you know, we really don't know what Marcus football, Marcus Freeman's football team really is from the standpoint of are they fast starters? Are they fast, good, strong finishers? Because in the last two years, we've seen Notre Dame. We've only known how Notre Dame has started. We don't know how Notre Dame's going to finish this season. And last year, Notre Dame was a slow starter. We saw the offense sputter out of the break. Really, the first three games, the offense sputtered. Then they caught up a little bit, sputtered again in, in, in October against Stanford. And so through six games last year, Notre Dame was 3-3. Three and three. They had a close win over a not-very-good Cal team. They had a... a, a it wasn't a it wasn't a dominant win, but it was a, a win where Notre Dame was clearly the better team from start to finish against BYU. Took a lead early, never trailed, never tied, other than it being zero zero, and and only won twenty eight twenty. But we all watched that game. It wasn't as close as the final score. And then, of course, the next week Notre Dame goes and loses to Stanford. So then we see what Notre Dame does at coming out of that. They come out of that loss to Stanford. They whoop UNLV. Was a little bit of a sloppy game, but they won convincingly. And they had a great road win over Syracuse, where they not not great because Syracuse was a great team, even though Syracuse was ranked at that time. But it was a great road win in that you you needed to get some momentum back in your season. There was a lot of people that didn't think Notre Dame could win that game, would win that game. Uh, you look at at where Notre Dame was, just four and three, and really sputtering, and and a lot of questions about oh, was Marcus Freeman in over his head, whatever the case may be. And then you you go on the road, play the number sixteen team in the country. You know, a team that at that point in time, I believe uh, Syracuse was five and one at that time. They were just coming off of a very close competitive six and one, actually, just looking at their schedule now from last season. They were six and one. They were coming off of a, a very close competitive loss at Clemson. They had beaten NC State earlier in the year, 24 19. They'd beaten Virginia. They'd beaten Purdue. They'd blown out UConn. They'd blown out Louisville, 31 to seven. 
Then they're at home the next week, blow out Clemson, a little sloppy win over Navy, but they got the job done really big up early, kind of the triple option got to them second half. And then they went on and dominated Boston College before they lost to a a, a better USC team, right? And so when you look at how Notre Dame finished last year, Notre Dame was a much better second half of the season team than they were a first half of the season team. The month of October is going to be jam-packed with huge games for Notre Dame. And ticket hunting for those games can be stressful, which is why you need to check out Game Time. Whether you're looking for last-minute tickets to this week's top 25 matchup between the Irish and Louisville, or next week when Notre Dame takes on USC, Game Time is the go-to place for you. That's where I went and got tickets to the Notre Dame-Clemson game for my mom and dad. Game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theaters near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have. Forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. Get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball games, concerts, comedy shows, theaters, and more. The Game Time Guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section or and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. It's the fastest growing ticket app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds, two taps, and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone so you never have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code IRISH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code IRISH for $20 off. Download the GameTime app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. That's GameTime.co. Well, then you look at this year, and Notre Dame starts off great. You know, they come out and whoop Navy in the opener beat Central Michigan or beat Tennessee State convincingly. Uh, they beat NC State convincingly. They beat Central Mich- Michigan convincingly. Start off four and zero, and then drop that game to Ohio State. And and again, which was a hard fought game, right? It was a very com- you know good game against a very good opponent, number three team in the country. Back and forth, just a very very strong game. And and then they come out and last week play a very good Duke team. It was ugly, it was sloppy, but they got the win. So I look forward and I'm like, okay, now we're we're really in sort of let's evaluate Marcus Freeman and let's find out who Marcus Freeman is. And I started thinking to myself, you know, the the hope is that you're going to be a strong second half of the season team. Notre Dame enters the second half of the season. They've got two games here before their bye, then two more games and a bye, then two more games. But you got to ask yourself, what if Notre Dame, if this is who Marcus Freeman is going to be? What if Marcus Freeman is going to be the kind of coach that his plan and how he builds his team is that they are going to be strong finishers? What does that say about who this Notre Dame team will be? What does it say about their chances of 
beating a team like Louisville, beating a team like USC, beating a team like Clemson. And so we start to say, okay, are we going to learn uh, as, as we learn about Marcus Freeman, is this who he's going to be? Or, and this is the flip side of this argument and the concerning part of the argument, it's going to be, okay, but what if, what if some coaches don't establish identities? They're not a team where, you know, hey, this team, boy, you never want to play that team in November, October, November. If you're going to get them, you better get them early. Some teams are just constantly inconsistent, constantly up and down. Sometimes they start great and they finish poorly. You know, some some teams will, at one year, they do that. Then the next year, they they don't start well, then they finish well. And we're going to learn if Marcus Freeman is that. You guys remember when, like, when John L. Smith was at Michigan State, it seemed like almost every year Michigan State would start off really well. And then they would just kind of collapse. They would have that game against a really good team, and then they would just lose. And, and you know, I was re- thinking back to – well, I'm trying to remember what year it was, but there was a year uh, at Ohio at, at Michigan State where they um, they were really good and they lost a really close game to Ohio State. But here, here's an example of what I'm talking about, right? So they started 7-1 and one that year, beat a ranked Iowa team, beat a ranked Minnesota team, beat Notre Dame on the road. This is John L's first year in 03 and then fall apart, lose four of their last five. You look at the 2004 season, they just weren't good pretty much the whole year. The 05 season, they start off 4-0. They go on the road, beat a a pretty good Notre Dame team in overtime, 44-41. Then they go on the road and beat Illinois, 61-14. And then they fall apart and lose six of their final seven games. And it started with an overtime loss against a pretty decent Michigan team at the time. And, And then 2006, Team starts off three and zero. They lose a heartbreaker to Notre Dame, and their team just falls apart. And that just was kind of John L. Smith's. That's just kind of who John L. was. And uh, the 05, 03 game is the year that they had that really hard, hard, tough loss to, to Ohio State, and then they just kind of fell apart after that. And that just is kind of who John L. Smith was. There are other teams that don't start great, but they're strong finishers. And so we don't know who Marcus Freeman is. And I started thinking about this earlier this week. Like, you know, this is about the time last year when Notre Dame really found their groove, when they really started to, to, to play the best ball, the version of what that team could be. They were the best version of themselves. I think this team has a lot more talent. This team has a lot more toughness. This team has a lot more of other things. But we don't know if this team is going to be great finishers. And we don't know if Marcus Freeman's plan for this season is going to bring about the same thing that we saw last season. And so I'm very curious about this and, and, and it, how what we see is going to tell us a lot about Coach Freeman and, and who he is as a football coach and, and his ability to adapt and improve certain areas of the team the start to the season, how to build on strengths of his team, the finish, and whether or not Notre Dame can be truly good, strong finishers, because we have seen them this season have two chances to finish games off. One they lost, one they won. And now we're going to get a chance to see it because, you know, as David Knight says, it's a small sampling. And that's exactly right, David. We it, we we don't know. Was last year just unique to last year's team? And that's why I'm bringing this up, because it's going to be interesting to to see how this team performs. And if year one was an indicator of of who Marcus Freeman is going to be as a football coach, then Notre Dame hasn't hit their stride yet. And that's the encouraging thing for me. So I'm kind of fingers crossed on this one that that this is going to be a, a strength of Marcus Freeman's football teams. 
is a coach who, you know, early in the season, they're going to work out some kinks. They're going to, they're going to look to establish their identity, but second half of the year, boy, you better watch out. And it's, I mean, honestly, it's going to need to be that way for a while. When you look at some of Notre Dame's schedules moving forward, you know, early start next season, they play at Texas A&M. After that, they've got a month to get themselves right. Northern Illinois at Purdue, Miami of Ohio, Louisville, you know, then a bye week and then Stanford. And then you kind of the second half of the year, you're going to have Navy, you're going to have Florida state, you're going to have Virginia, USC. You know, you look at the 2025 season, it's a bit of a tougher start early. You've got Texas A&M at home, Purdue at home, um, Arkansas at Arkansas, you know, but then you've got going to have some of your tougher games later at Miami's probably going to be later in the year. And so you're going to need to be a strong finisher. And then, of course, you want to be a strong finisher because you want to hit your street, your stride when you get into the postseason. And and Notre Dame offensively, at least, was starting to really hit its stride last season because for all the issues that we had with that Notre Dame offense last year, you know, they did score 44 points, 41 points, 35 points, although the 35 points against Clemson, they rated by two non-offensive scores, 35 points against Navy, 44 points against Boston College. 27 against USC and then 45 against South Carolina. And that was with an offense that wasn't overly dynamic. So we're going to find out if this is who Marcus Freeman is and, and, uh, and see if he is in fact a second half coach when it comes to putting together a team, because the reality is, and what people have to understand is no team goes into a season and they're just the same all the time, right? No team just comes out and says, Hey, we're just, we're just lights out. We're going to be lights out from game one to game 13, unless it's a team that plays a really soft schedule. And, you know, I think to, to like 2013 Florida state, you know, where they just, they just steamrolled everybody. There are teams like that that come along every now and then, but those teams are rare and those teams usually play pretty weak competition. And that's how it was for Florida state that season. It wasn't a very strong schedule. And, and it's not that for lack of effort, you know, I'm not criticizing Florida state Pitt was down you know, they played at number eight Clemson. That was a decent Clemson team, but Clemson at the time couldn't couldn't compete with Florida State. Miami was down. Florida was down. And then they played Duke in the ACC title game and, and beat them pretty convincing. That was a, a Florida team, for example, went four and eight and, and lost to Vanderbilt that season. You know, uh, lost to Georgia Southern that season. They lost their last seven games. So it wasn't Florida State's fault. It's just kind of how it went is that there was a lot of down teams. So usually teams are going to kind of have their evolution, I think is a better way of saying it. And what's Notre Dame's evolution going to be? Are they going to be a team that started fast and could just never quite get that rhythm back? Or are they a team that's going to really find its groove midseason and and, and and really start to play and be the best version of themselves the final, final six games of the season? Six games, eight weeks of the season. And we're going to start to learn that this weekend when they play Louisville because this is going to be a very, very tough test for the Notre Dame football team.